Bena Lindsay, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. If you too are grieving the loss of a loved one this holiday season, you're not alone. Here's a new song that I just put out called I'm Not Ready for Christmas, and it's about just that. Everything keeps on moving, but I'm still here, stuck in this loop. Trying to be grateful for each day while missing you. to talk cause no one wants to listen to the silence in the room or the masochist who mentions it i don't feel joy i feel the cold inside you are now listening to the greatest show in the universe hey man this is tommy charm right now you're listening to the anthony rogers show Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sean Daniels from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Bandrock from The Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is James Jude Courtney. Michael Myers, a.k.a. The Shape, in Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and the soon-to-be-released Halloween Ends. And this is the Anthony Rogers Show. I am Dave Holmes, from MTV and Esquire Magazine, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. What's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather, and cannabis expert, <laughs> and connoisseur, and you're watching the Anthony Rogers Show. Peace. Hey, it's your favorite comedian, Anthony Rogers. This Christmas, make sure there's some Smokies edibles under your tree. Gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, no corn syrup. Ugh, way better than other edibles on the market. Get them, get them, get them. Eat responsibly, obviously. Like when you watch the show and you're not doing anything or you're at work or anything like that. That's obvious, but some people have to hear that. Um, Definitely... These are the watermelon. My favorite are the peach. I just grabbed these last night for something different. Sour watermelon sounded cool. I've had them before, but I just wanted a little something different, you know? Um, so make sure they're under your tree this uh, Christmas for the person you care about. Make sure that's 21 and over. Make sure they're 21 and over. Anyway, put these under your tree. Buy them as gifts. Buy them for yourself. They're amazing. Eat them before the show. Eat them before every episode, like me. Luxurious Bastard Beard Co. is the best in beard care products. Grow a beard, be a man, and use Luxurious Bastard Beard Co. Use promo code LEGENDARY to get a discount. And get your Christmas shopping done early. Luxurious Bastard Beard Co. Link in description. At Revolution Coffee Company. We are dedicated to giving you the best cup of coffee you have ever had while supporting those who keep us safe. We roast our coffee daily and we offer same-day shipping. Our coffee never sits in a warehouse or a shelf getting stale. Our prices beat our competition and our coffee speaks for itself. Check us out at revolutioncoffeecompany.com. So I'm Dennis with the Anthony Rogers Show. 
podcast, my question for you is, what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right now is housing. That the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm -hmm. most Americans. Along with oil and gas and food. Yeah, yeah. Well, inflation mm -hmm. is, is hurting everybody. And inflation is more complex. Mm -hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight. What I can say mm -hmm. is that I'm going to stop the, the long-term cause of inflation. I'm going to unravel a war machine. I'm going to reduce dramatically health care costs by ending the chronic disease. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Um, today we have a cool idea, um, cool guest, um, kind of a, a kind of some stuff I want to nerd out about personally. But I, I hope some other people find this as interesting as I do. But uh, we had the the organ player for uh, the best hockey team and the best uh, baseball team, uh, the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals. His name's uh, Jeremy Boyer. Uh, how you doing, brother? Good. How are you? Good, man. Good. You're you're a legend, man. You're a complete legend. Not about that, man. We're just doing you're a fun job. Dude, no, that is got to be one of the best jobs of all time, man. Like, uh, you you get to watch every game, or are you concentrated on like playing too much, or like what you are both, or what? Yeah, I gotta watch. I mean, I gotta know what's happening so I know what to do and oh. to play. Yeah, that's super true. I didn't even think about that, man. So, uh, like, how long have you played like uh, the organ? I guess it's like stereotypical kind of question, but still interesting to me. Um, over thirty years since I was a kid, you know. That's crazy. 11 or 12 years old and started kind of picking it up and teaching myself early on and getting more involved as I got older. Man, that's crazy. Like, so uh, how'd, you, how'd you get into a gig like that? You just, uh, did you apply for it or just like somebody knew you were awesome at it or like what was, uh, um, I, so, you know, I played through school, you know, in high school and stuff and got to college and, uh, I played in like the basketball band on keyboards at Southeast Missouri State, SEMO. And okay. um, I'd asked the baseball coach, I'm like, hey, would you ever be interested in an organist? And he's like, well, why don't you come by and give it a shot? We'll see. And, <clears throat> and worked out. And then, wow. uh, yeah. That's the dream right there, man. Yeah, that's, that's the American dream right there, man. It's a, yeah. That's crazy. So uh, did you ever, is that, is that kind of what your goal was at first? Or did you play in bands? Or, like, what was your kind of style? Like, was, uh, just just events mostly? Like, or? No, I mean, I was like, going to be like a music teacher, like doing like vocal music. And, wow. uh, you know, I, I play organ for fun, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. Like, um, are, are you from here, too? Like, are you from Missouri area and stuff? Yeah, I grew up in Potosi, about an hour south. Okay, yeah, I know where it's at. Cool, man. Uh, no, that's like a, that's like a dream. It's got to be a dream job, man. So so you're a big fan of the Blues and, and Cardinals also? Like, you're not just like a – it's just like you got to be almost to be there every day, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I grew up watching both teams and cheering for them and stuff. So, yeah, definitely. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's got to be the coolest job ever. What are what are some of the perks of that job? But that's not rude asking. Like, I don't know if that's if that's a rude question. Ever. But I imagine the I mean, obviously you get paid to watch sports. I mean, you can't really beat that. So Dude, that's yeah. a pretty cool gig. Um, you know, and then you get to you know see some of your your bet your favorite childhood athletes, you know, around and stuff, and that's kind of neat. And you know, you bump into them from time to time, and. You're like, man, dude, that's that's Whitey Herzog's like right next door in the booth next door. You pass yeah. Martin Brodeur in the press box. It's like, dude, that's cool. That is crazy to think about. Yeah, no, I figured there'd be some like like perks only you'd know about that I would yeah, that people wouldn't know about. No, that's crazy. Like, um, so you have to be at every game basically? 
Yeah, every uh, every Blues game, I do about, I don't know, 30 Cardinals or so games. Um, so not not all of them, but uh, enough to keep me busy over the summer whenever hockey's in the off season. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a lot of work, but it sounds awesome at the same time. I mean, it's not, I mean, that's definitely cool. You set the vibe and stuff and like, uh, that's just, that's, that's just incredible, man. That's kind of, that's kind of a dream job. I, I just like, I like seeing that. I like seeing people kind of do stuff like that. It just seems like, I don't know, you're out of the rat race and you're having fun, you know, that's like the vibe. That's like, that's like the goal. Yeah, it's a lot of fun for sure. And, you know, you never know what you're going to see every night. You know, I mean, uh, baseball, you know, it could, it could be a no hitter. It could be a cycle. We had uh, Harrison Bader a couple years having inside the park home run. I've been for there for, uh, I think, two one hitters, which were so close to being no hitters, but uh, <laughs> still very cool. Uh, Blues, you know, uh, I remember Jackman, Bear Jackman had scored a goal from center ice a few years back. That's probably one of my favorite in season, regular season moments. Uh, just, you know, it's Bear Jackman. Nobody really expected him to score a goal, much less from like the center line over the goalie, but kind of a cool, fun thing. No, oh, that's amazing, man. Like, I, and I bet, I bet the 2019 Stanley Cup was crazy for you too, man. That's gotta be like the, one of the most magic times in sports and, and you, you, you play, you're like in the event. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's of course, every blues fans dream forever was to win that cup. And then to get to do it was pretty cool. And then uh, not only did we win the cup, you know, I played for all seven games at enterprise center. Full wow. building sold out every night, whether we were there or not. And then uh, getting to be under the arch, you know, and lift the cup, you know, after the team had had their rally and, you know, right there on the stage under the arch is dream come true for sure. No, it's magic, man. It's like my, yeah. No, the, yeah, the, the blues one was like my childhood dream that happened in my 30s, you know. Sure. It's like, well, that's, 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 how I, that's what I felt. I loved it. I mean, it was, a, it was a magic moment, man. I couldn't, when they got past the third round, I'm like, what? I was, I mean, yeah. just like, I was like, what? I was like, I was glued to it, man. It was like, that was definitely a magic moment for St. Louis, man. Like everybody kind of came together and it was just like a, wow. That was, I, that's gotta be crazy. having the insight on that, man. It's like, uh, so were you in the parade and all that too, then I guess? So we, uh, me and then most of the inter- end game entertainment guys were on the stage under the arch the whole time. That's awesome. And, and of course we're thinking like, okay, this parade's going to be like an hour and then we're going to just, you know, fill and, help you know pump up the crowd till they get there and then we'll do the rally under the arch well we didn't realize they're getting out of their vehicles and running around and jordan bennington's on a little scooter you know like (laughs) zipping up and down the street and stuff so it took a lot longer for them to get there than we had anticipated so we had a lot of filler and uh but it was a good it was a great day you know that's when brett hall gets up on stage and grabs the mic you know my boss at the time's like oh crap because nobody expected that to happen (laughs) and he starts the we went blues chant and um it was it was it was an awesome day uh, it's magic man it's definitely an awesome day but to be in that part of it, it's kind of crazy too it's like that's like uh i mean that might be a once in a lifetime thing i mean we've been waiting for the i mean the blues make blues are a really good team and they and they, they would they, they've definitely been to the stanley cup before i guess and stuff but i mean not in my life i don't think they, that was their first championship ever that, that was just a i mean everybody remember where they're at regardless of what the blues do <laughs> like you know remember where the first one was you know and then, like, um, i mean if you're in st louis you're gonna remember that that's that's just a I mean, even I mean, they had all the Fairweather fans. I mean, you had you had uh, you had your stadium full, and then you had the baseball stadium full too. I think of people yeah. watching on TVs. And we had like two stadiums downtown full of people yeah. watching that. And that's just, I mean, that's unheard of, man. That's like a magic. I, I haven't seen that many other times, if any, in my lifetime. Really, like, I don't think I, I don't think I've seen that ever, actually. Even when well, the then they, 
and they piped the music from Enterprise over to Bush Stadium as well, which I don't even know how they did that. But so I was playing in both venues at the same time, which is pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, that's that's yeah. that is that is awesome, man. That is yeah. so that is really cool, man. Like no, that's a that's a great thing, man. Like uh, what's some of the craziest stuff you've seen? Can you talk about anything like that, or is that is that a, like anything too crazy? Um, craziest how like as far I don't as know, like, just something completely unexpected. You're just like you're just doing your you're you're like drinking your coffee, about to do some stuff, you know, and like all of a sudden you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, as I imagine. I don't know. I mean, it's always fun whenever there's a fight that breaks out at a game, you know, and you never know what's going to happen. But what do you do um, during that? What do you like? Do you, what, what kind of do you like play music? That, like you play music I, during I, that? I play I a song see. called "Boot Conquer the Sandal" by The Urge, which is a local band. Okay, I know The Urge. It's yeah. kind of like antagonistic. So I like to bust that out whenever I'm playing. The DJ jumps in sometimes with some music. You know, we, we all have headsets at, at Blues because um, we're all spread out throughout the building. Oh, yeah. so that's how we communicate with one another. And, you know, we kind of talk, you know, hey, this is what's going to happen if, you know, whatever. Or somebody starts playing and then the director will say, hey, let's switch it up and, you know, let's go to the organ or let's go to the DJ or whatever. So we kind of keep in touch through headset. Yeah, that's a crazy live entertainment experience. Like you don't really, I don't really think about that much until like I'm in this conversation with you. I, I, I never like thought about that side of it, I guess. You're always just like watching the sports. Like you're just like, I hope they win. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, you know, you're always in that. And that, that's kind of cool to think about the behind the scenes thing about the music. And I mean, it's a big, it's a big event, man. I mean, that's a, yeah. I mean, there's thousands of people, tens of thousands of people there. I mean, that's a huge event, man. Like, yeah. What's your favorite? Or which one do you like? Which do you prefer? Can do you have a favorite out of the Cardinals and Blues like events you do, or you just love them both? Or just... I love them both. They they each have their like things that I enjoy the most about one and the other. You know, I mean, uh, baseball is a little bit more laid back. Um, I could literally play between every single pitch all game long if I wanted to, so it gives me a little bit more opportunity to play. But at the same time, I don't get to play as long between pitches, especially now with the pitch clock. It kind of shortens that time a little bit. I mean, it's still long enough that I can play a tune or something, but uh, I don't get as long. Now, and in hockey, whenever I get the chance to play, I don't get to play as often because i got to wait for a whistle. But uh, um, when there's a break in play, I can play for a little bit longer, like 30 seconds or so, you know, and get to play like a little bit more of a song than I would, you know, 10, 15 seconds at Bush. That's awesome, yeah. That's awesome. So do you have like uh, do you have like groupies like other musicians do? Or like what uh... – <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, are you like like super fans or anything like that? Yeah, like do do people freak out? Like like or is there anything like that? No, I mean I get recognized around town sometimes and stuff, and um, you know I, a lot of them will, will say, "Hey, I saw your uh, you know your TikToks or your stuff you post on YouTube," and I like to share that stuff because there's there's a lot of people even in St. Louis that don't even necessarily know that's live music that's happening in the moment, and uh, you know that's something that's cool about it is like can't really top live music anywhere in any venue um live music is you know you can convey that feeling that emotion of what's happening in the moment and uh that's what i try to bring to the game every night is you know i may not play something the exact same from game to game it just depends on what's happening in the game yeah yeah it's like your mood and the vibe of the of the event you're at man that's i mean that's definitely yeah live live is definitely an energy that uh that can can recorded stuff can't just can't do man no, i i definitely agree with that man and like uh yeah, I guess as a kid, I never really, I thought it was all, yeah, I never, I I think I understood later that there was like, like, like you guys were doing that stuff. I just, I, I mean, I never even thought about it or just even, you know, I, mean, I was just always like enamored with the sport, with the athletes, you know? Yeah. Our director, in fact, was just talking about this last game. She said it's like, 
Um, like kind of like the the mezzanine level near where like John Kelly is at with the TV broadcast, and uh, you know she's got this desk and she's got on headsets and there's fans around where she's at, and people come up like, "What are you? What are you doing? Like, what's what's your role here?" And then she's she was talking about how like people never even realize that this doesn't just happen. There's got to be someone who kind of coordinates it all. You know, it's yo it makes way more sense. No, yeah, it makes way more sense after talking to you for like even even five, like five minutes in. I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, it's like gave me a different perspective of the of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an event, it's like a show, you know. It's like uh so it makes sense. Yeah, no, but like, I mean, I think that's a good thing that people can't tell. Like it's, it means it's ran really smooth, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's not. Well, that's so, the goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that. No, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, so you, you, I guess you grew up watching the Blues and the Cardinals, and then you just end up like now you can hang out with them, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you know, I definitely grew up watching both. You know, I, I grew up in a small town, except Potosi, Missouri. We didn't really have ice rinks around, so not a lot of us played hockey, but I enjoyed watching hockey. You know, I became a huge fan, of course, when they signed Brett Hall from Calgary. And, uh, you know, it just grew from there for, you know, I was um, probably 10, whenever he came to St. Louis. So I was just about the right age to kind of take off with the Blues. And How old are you? Like, uh, maybe about 10, I guess. Was it like 1990, whenever? No, I mean, how old are you now? I'm 43 now. 43, okay, a little bit old. I'm 37, okay, yeah, okay. A little yeah, bit, same generation, huh? It might have okay, been late 80s. It might have been late 80s when when Holly came here, but uh, yeah, yeah, right around was, that age. The coolest thing the Blues ever did was sign Gretzky, man. I, I was I was so hyped about that, and it was such a letdown, like when he just, like, benched all year, man. That was – that man, that could have been a magic moment for St. Louis, man. Like, if that if you would have stuck it out a couple years, and yeah. I don't know what happened with all that. I, I just, like – I don't even – they're just like, man – there was such promise there, man. It was like it was like the like, like Gretzky being being a blue was like the day after 9-11. Like everybody just came together. They're just like all like everybody's just smiling everywhere. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, and then he's just not playing. I'm like, what I was just nuts, man. That that could have been cool. That could have been yeah. real cool. Like I mean, it was I, special. And I know that it was only like 18 games or whatever in playoffs, but just to see him play in the blue note was definitely a cool thing. And if you're growing up at that time and you realize what Gretzky meant to the game. You know, it didn't matter. It was just so cool to get to see him in St. Louis and play for the Blues. And, it, you know, it would have been cool if it was longer, but I'll take what we got. That's I like that. I like your optimism. That's a good. That's a great point. I mean, you made several great points right there. Yeah, at least, at least it ever happened, you know. And then, yeah, <laughs> that, 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 is so, that is so true, man. The great – one of the – I mean, the greatest hockey player of my generation is a kid, at least. I mean, I, I don't know anybody better, man. I, I mean, I, I could I could say some people are good, man, but Gretz, I think Gretzky was probably the greatest in my generation. Like, yeah. I mean – Okay, that was that was crazy, man. Like, uh, yeah, it's weird that like the athletes are like younger than me now. But like, it's like like that. That's the weird part about being old, and, like an adult, like or getting like older. Like, I remember being a kid, you like, like, whoa, these guys are huge, you know. And now, and now I'm like six foot something, and they're all like they're all like twenty now. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just like it's, like, it's kind of weird seeing that, and you know, I never. I mean, that's kind of a that's an underrated and kind of funny part of life. It's like as you get older, like like the athletes just look like babies now, you know. Yeah. Not well, maybe facially, not so much their physique or their body style, but yeah, like you know, the goalie takes the mask off, and you're like, whoa, you know, that dude's super young, you know. Dude, no, that's so true, man. No, that's it's yeah. crazy, and I, I love it. I mean, I'll watch. I was just watching like four games at once. I mean, the Blues aren't doing good right now, but uh, then they just lose right now, five nothing or something crazy. Yeah, they didn't do so great tonight, but hey, Are you know, were you there tonight? No, it was just Tampa Florida? tonight. Okay, they played in Florida. Okay, yeah. No, I saw yeah. that. I watched a couple games. Like, I, like that's why I like about ESPN Plus app. You watch like four games at the same time. Yeah, I love, I love that, man. I just be doing other stuff. And just like look up, like what's the score in every game that's existing right now? You know, it's like, yeah. I, I mean, you couldn't do that when you were a kid. You know, I couldn't anyway. We had like no. we had like four TV channels, and one of them just told the weather all the time. You know, 
<laughs> and not only that, but like the only televised, like, you know, you know, a handful of games a month. It wasn't every game. That's Most of the time you're listening on the radio. That's a great point, too. Yeah. I, I, they need like a good app for sports right now. I was like, I mean, they're all like divided right now. You have like Valley for some sports, and then you got like, like, I mean, like ESPN Plus lets you watch every game except your home team. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like this is the only team I want to watch, really. You know, it's just, like, it's, it's just kind of, I don't know, but the networks are kind of weird right now, I feel like, man. And I, maybe they'll fix, they'll probably fix that just off demand. I mean, people, people are going to want like one. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's hard to watch hockey right now. If a game doesn't fill out, you're like, well, I guess I'll ask my friend who went what happened. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, or, you know, it's just, a, it's, it's weird. You know? Yeah. Hopefully it comes together and make it accessible for fans. I know that Major League Baseball is kind of, I think, trying to push towards, Ending the blackouts, which would be great. You know, everybody gets to watch their team. And yeah, that and, I mean, yeah, it's hard to watch, but I mean, it's it does seem like more people are going to games though, which I think yeah. it was was the entire goal. But like any given weekend or something, like anytime there's a Blues game, at least like at least one of my friends is at a game. Like like like, like you know what I mean, and, and I think with it being like if it was on TV, that wouldn't happen probably. Well, maybe, and then you know, with baseball, like the, the rule changes, I think have really increased attendance because you know it's not you know a seven o'clock game and by the, you know, nine o'clock rolling in the fourth inning, you know, it's the pitch clock sped things up and families can come, they can enjoy a little bit more of the game. And how is that affected the sport for, as far as you're concerned? Like you're probably like an expert watching every game. How has how that, how has that affected the game? Like the pitch? I clock? like it. I, I mean, more action, the better, you know, nobody wants to sit around and watch everybody like step off the rubber and step back and then the batter step out of the batter's box and then they throw over to first. And it's like, just let's go, let's go, let's play you know, everybody wants to see action. They want to see them play. I know there's strategy involved, and some of that's been adapted to fit the new rules, but I like it. I like the speed of the game. I mean, you go back to the, the golden era of baseball, and you have, like, Bob Gibson. Those games are two hours long, and nobody was complaining about that back then. That's some of the best baseball we've ever seen, you know, and it's just like it could happen. You can have a two-and-a-half-hour game, and it'd be exciting and entertaining, and it's not a lot of downtime, and you know, so I think that's that's a cool thing for for baseball, and it showed. I think attendance is up and viewership's up. That makes a lot of sense. No, you made a lot of great points, and yeah, no, I think anything faster is better. I think that's I mean that's why that's why I like hockey and like basketball and yeah. stuff so much because I like the fast paced nature of sports. You know, I'm like, uh, you know, baseball, baseball, like golf and football, all take forever. You know, it's like like, like I like them, but yeah. it's, they just take forever. You know, it's like, and that's a great point. I think yeah, if you make it faster and stuff and. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, like, uh, if you're a kid, everything's just magic because it's the first time. Or, like, I mean, I, I feel like I watch sports, but I watch them, like, more passively now than I did as a kid. You know, it's, like, I, I remember, like, it's, like, a, like now it's, like, like if you go somewhere, it's, like, is there going to be good food? Like, what the food? What's the food? Uh, you know? But as a kid, yeah. it's, it's just usually enamored of these people. You're just, like, man, these people are, like, you know, it's, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it wore off or it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, like, I feel like music festivals are kind of the same way. Like. I'll get, I'll get like passes to a music festival or something like that. And I'm like, I don't even know if I want to meet these guys. I don't know any of these guys. I'm old. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I don't have the time to like just only watch sports or something, or I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, I just remember the nineties, like nineties sports and being a kid. That was just like, that was some of the best times in everything, man. Like, I mean, from like mm. wrestling to football to what, I mean, we had the Rams. I mean, it was just like, I mean, that was just, that was just a great time. And I, I mean, I feel like I, you know, I still love it. And there's still exciting times. I mean, like 2019 was probably the best year for hockey ever just like 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 just like uh, no one thought it would ever happen ever, ever, like just as everyone gave up hope and the blues ever went into Stanley Cup <laughs> like, like, like they st- they won one and everybody's just like man that was just like that was just such a great I watched that game with my mom actually like uh like she came over to my house like my mom's a big blues fan like she's like she knows way more about hockey than I do like, like just like 
just just love sports, man. Like loves loves hockey in particular. But um, but no, I, I she came over and watched that game, and I just remember that that just being a magic thing. Man, I got one of those like this, like you know, it's like and the the parade was just crazy, man. I think that I, I lived downtown. I lived in uh, I lived in like, the Shaw neighborhood at the time, so I lived pretty close to all that. Like I mean, like five ten minutes from it all, you know. So that was yeah. just, that was just a fun time, man. Like I was just like, I've never seen St. Louis happier. Like I just never. There's no arguing about politics or anything or, or or race baiting or I hate cops or there's none of the, none of the bullshit. It was just like it was just like man, everybody was just happy and just like 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 just like can I buy you a beer? You know, like you want a beer? Like here, I'm drinking beer. You want a beer? You know, it's like that's the only question being asked is like, do you want a beer? Also, if you want to you want a second beer if you're already holding one, you know, like, it was just like <laughs> it was just like it was just such a magic time for sports. I mean, 2011 was pretty much like that. I mean, that was like that. How long have you been doing this? Um, so I actually just missed. 2011 with the Cardinals. I started in 2012 with the Cardinals. So I was there for the 20 when they went to the World Series in 2013 uh, and lost to Boston. But, uh, um, all right. I hate you for bringing it up. I, <laughs> I come, yeah. I, I'm just joking. We got just... revenge in 2019, though. Yeah. We got fair. Boston in, in, in hockey. So fair, fair. Yeah. No, that is true. That is true. I like, I like seeing the sad crowd. It made, it made up for the Cardinals. Yeah. No, no. That was, that was, that was so disappointing. I thought we had another one in 2013. I remember thinking yeah. we had another one. I'm like, are we doing enough? And you came there in the good times, man. That's like right after they just winning. That, that's a that's a great time to be there, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great time. And I, man, I just wish the Cardinals would have kept what worked. And like, same with the Blues. Like when when you win, you just keep the team. It's like, what are you doing selling everybody, man? It's like you're trying to cash out, right? You're trying to cash out now. You can cash out later, bro. When you when you like, you need those Reggie Jackson numbers. We just keep going back to back series. You know, it's like like, like I think Babe Ruth and Reggie Jackson both won like several years in a row because they just because like the the Yankees just kept what worked. You know, it's like. And I really, I really wish we would have done that. You know, it's like, but but at the same time, at least we did it. Who cares? At least, at least we, at least we were there. I mean, and someone else had a chance next year, whatever. They had the same feeling. Some other town had the same feeling. You know, if I want to be optimistic. That's how I view it. But as a same old guy, it's like, man, we could have just steamrolled people forever, dude. Like, like, like with the Cardinals, like the coach left, and like another guy went to like California, and like all, like even the hitter, like the, the main hitter was a guy in California, and like, and like same thing with like. Uh, even the Blues, like the, the as soon as we won a series, uh, as soon as we won a cup, like everybody's just. I mean, now you're a Stanley Cup winner, so you're worth more. Why wouldn't you go? I mean, I get the business decision. You're like, okay, now that I want to Stanley Cup, I well, get that, that first year after we won the cup, I think we kept everybody, but maybe Pat Maroon. I think everybody else was there, and we got Justin Falk that next year, I guess. You're um, right. We got Petrangelo, and um, we were really good that year, but then we had COVID, and that. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. Yeah. We were best in the Western Conference, and then. COVID hit, and then we ended up playing in the the silly bubble thing in Edmonton, and yeah, what um, was that? What was that? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was not a real year. Like I, I don't know how Florida called that. You know, they're like, oh, we we won. I'm like, won what? This like yeah. skirmish thing. Like, what is going on? No, that, yeah, that was, was a chance to maybe go back to back there, but kind of got got screwed a little bit by the pandemic. And yeah, no, you're right. We only got rid of one guy. No, that I forgot about that. You're right. That's the guy. Yeah, I was thinking that, like he went to. Uh, he went to the Pan- he went to the Panthers, eh? and then he won the next Tampa one. Tampa Bay. Oh, Tampa Bay. Okay, the Whiting. Yeah, and then won that year. Yeah, I knew four to one. I just forgot which team. Yeah, no, he's yeah, yeah he's, he up. That's crazy. He he had back to back wins, like you know, mm-hmm. good for him. You know, but yeah. that's crazy to think about. And I've had a couple guys won Stanley Cups on here. These hockey players are just like workhorses, man. Like like like, like you ask them about a Stanley Cup, and like I don't think they they I don't think they feel it like a guy like me or you would. They're just like, well, it was a fun day, and then I went back to work. I'm just like, man, you're. <laughs> these guys are machines man like they don't even like you know it's just like it's crazy i mean to even get there i guess to even get in the game you got to be a machine and then to and then to win a championship i mean you got to be in that t- i mean because i think i had a guy that won with i forgot it, i'm blanking on names right now because i'm just kind of tired so but I, but 
but I had a guy that won like with uh, he won with the Kings and he won with uh, San Jose and like Dustin Penner, that was his name. He, he won two cups and like and like and, like that's a guy like I'd be like, oh, like, what was that like? You know, I'm sorry, trying to bottle that feeling up and just like I've never I'll never win a Stanley Cup, you know. So I was I was just asking about that and it's like he just there's he's like, yeah, it was just like a fun day and then like I had to go back to the gym and I'm like, <laughs> I'm just uh, you know, it's just like that's just that that work. It just wasn't fun. I think I think our players had some pretty good times after the cup, but uh. Yeah, but that was Bennington's rookie year too, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that guy was just a kid, man. That guy, he probably had the most fun, probably like like just coming yeah. to see most for the first time, and then like you know, join the NHL and like winning your first year. I mean, that guy's that guy's a legend for the rest of his life because of that. Now he could do anything. Yeah. Only like, guy to ever do it for the Blues. Dude, yeah, he could. He can get fat like two of them, you know. Like, like that's like <laughs> that's how I feel about like that's how I feel about Bennington, man. That guy's just a legend, like at this point, man. Yeah, I love Benner. I never met him or anything. I never met him or anything, but it's just uh, I, I'm just a fan of the game, you know. Like uh, as a consu- on a consumer level, let's be honest, you know, on a consumer level, I, I just man, the guy's a legend, dude. A lot of those guys, I don't know a lot of their names anymore. I, I try to watch a game this year. I'm like watching the Blues, and I'm like, I'm like, man, these guys are all like 20. I, I don't know their names right now. I need to, I need to need to focus more on sports for a second and get back in it, man. Like, yeah, I got some younger guys and a little mix, a little mix of older and younger guys, but uh, the same as it ever was, I guess. You know, it's yeah. like, I'm just getting old, you know, so I, I, I forget. So do you watch every sport? Or like, because I see you got like, uh, you got like a Chiefs, like, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't really watch the NBA too much because it conflicts so much with hockey and yeah. not really that much into it. But like, uh, you know, hockey, baseball, football, you know, big into those for sure. And um, football's kind of been a resurgence for me. I didn't watch for the longest time because – you know, the Rams are awful. Then they got sold and they were sent to LA and then just kind of a bummer, you know. And yeah. And then I, you know, I and I work a lot on Sundays. I'm also a church musician. So that's you know, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I do a lot of that as well. So uh, you know, by the time I get home, I'm tired from working all morning long and playing several masses and uh didn't watch much football, but I kind of like started dedicating myself a few years back. In fact, it was during that Stanley Cup run. Um, you know, I bumped into uh and I didn't get to talk to him, but Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey were in St. Louis huh. and they were there to watch the blues play. And they had blues jerseys on Travis Kelsey had an old throwback Gretzky Jersey on. And I was like, well, that's cool. And I, I knew that Patrick Mahomes had been like the rookie of the year, the MVP that season. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And so I'm like, well, you know, why not watch them? You know, if you're going to bandwagon somebody and it's like, Hey, they're coming to support us. And they're not that far away. I love Kansas city. It's a great town. So I kind of jumped on board with them. That's before they won their first uh, Super Bowl, too. So, uh, you know, and Patrick Mahomes is just – he's the man. He's hes hes so unreal. Like, some of the plays he makes and pulls off is just – blows my mind. Last year there was a play where he, like – I don't even know how he did it. He, like, stretched like Ozzie Smith and somehow just hit the pile on to get the touchdown. And it was just unreal athleticism, man, just to see that, you know, that – the way he plays and then – this year, I think he still leads the league in completions, and he's got you know a few wide receivers that can't catch a ball, and he's still leading the league in receptions. I mean, it's it's unreal. Yeah, we're still we're still the first in the division too. I think everybody's complaining about the Chiefs, but we're still killing it. Like they're still killing it. Like, like I don't understand that at all. Like, like 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 I'll have like a Cowboys fan make fun of the Chiefs. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, but to you? a man, to yeah. a man, none of them would want to play the Chiefs if they had to pick. Oh, Who do you want in the first round? Nobody's picking Kansas City. Yeah, that's so crazy this year. I mean, uh, I have I have Mahomes as a Fortnite skin on my on my uh, Nintendo DS too. Like, like they did a special thing when they won the Super Bowl, and I snagged that. I snagged that. No, I 
And yeah, I felt the same way about football, though. Yeah, it's like it's like the Rams like let you down. He's like a lot of my buddies were telling me those guys were messing up plays on. They're being paid to mess up plays in the second half and stuff. Like, and and I just I'm not about that. And I'm, I'm like I'm from I'm from Missouri. I'm a singles guy. I, I just like. I mean, if you don't have loyalty to the town, what are you doing here? You know, that's how I feel. It's like even if you're taking millions of dollars and stuff, I mean, what are you doing? You're not, you're not helping the town out or anything. And I love hearing you play at churches, man. I'm, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and I, I love, I love that uh, you're using that like that kind of uh, like fame and clout of like sports and stuff to kind of just bring it to like serve Christ or whatever your whatever your religion is. You know, um, I don't know what what, what denomination. Are you? Uh, I played at St. Francis Catholic Church. Okay, in so, Oklahoma, Missouri. Yeah, it's Christian. Catholic. Yeah, so yeah, no, it's awesome you do that for Christ, man. I think that's the the, the best thing a musician can do. I think personally is like, uh, he's like, I mean, I think Lucifer's always always trying to trying to run that music game, you know. So it's always good to like hear uh, hear some guys like uh, you know kind of do it for God, and I love that, man. To be honest, like uh, I really do, and it's not said enough, you know. I feel like I'm not anybody else like walk over there. Like, I don't know if I want to talk about that, but I just feel like I do, man. I, and I love, I just love the, I love that energy, man. I love you bring it to a church. That's just uh, yeah, that's great. That's great to me. Just a guy, you know. Uh, Stainless guy here and that—that's awesome, man. Like, uh, is that the same? Is that the one in St. Peter's? Uh, no, it's it's South County off Telegraph. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, geared up for Christmas. Got a lot of Christmas masses coming up this week, and uh, if, since it falls on Monday, it's like the worst for a musician because I'll play Saturday mass at four. I'll play the blues game that night at seven. I got to play all the Sunday masses that next morning, which is Christmas Eve, and then I got to do all the Christmas masses. Christmas Eve night and Christmas morning, so it'll be a busy uh, three days for me for sure. I'll wow, be sleeping on Boxing Day. Yeah, you're gonna be like you're gonna be running off adrenaline from that holiday, man. It's just like that that holiday energy will keep you awake though. Like, it's just it's just yeah. like I, I love Christmas, man. I, I mean that's yeah. that's a lot. That sounds like a lot. I do I do comedy too, and then like that's how my la- like uh, I'm taking I'm taking like a break for a couple months to like spring and stuff. But my last weekend was like the, I, several of my weekends are like that. Like I have a show on Friday, like three on Saturday. And then I'm just like, and then Sunday I'm just like drunk in a pool somewhere, you know. It's like, <laughs> like I'm just like, you know, I don't. But no, I, like, that's uh, that's funny. The musicians are like that too. It's, uh, musicians have a very similar hustle, I think, to than uh, the comedians. I think. Probably, yeah. I think it's doing Weird so hours. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it is freezing up. One second, brother. Hang on. My video's freezing. Refresh the video. Sorry about the lack of professionalism. I just want to actually seen like uh, being in the conversation without BSing it. So I had to refresh that video for a second. It's all right. It's awesome. No, it's like uh, that's that's cool, man. I, I like your energy, man. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad there's. I'm glad there's guys like you. There's good guys out there still. You know, like uh, you know, they like like sports and like serve serve stuff and all of that, man. So hey, Christmas yeah. is season, man. I, I I love the I love the giving vibe and what that creates around you. You know, it's like. Uh, like it's like I don't know. I just said that it just feels good to be like less selfish for at least a month or two. You know, like yeah. you have Thanksgiving, you're like, oh man, I'm so grateful, and then and then like yeah, and then you have and then you have Christmas, you're like, oh here's everything. I don't I don't want anything for once, and I'm not annoying you for things, and like here's some stuff. You know, it's like I just love that energy, man. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. like is it, is it magic in the stadium like that too around this time? Like you feel like Christmas magic or in like a, in the stadium? Yeah, I mean the crowds are gonna be gonna be fuller. There's gonna be kids home from college. You know, it's it's a fun atmosphere during the holidays and. 
usually those are the hardest tickets to find because it's you know, everybody's back. They want to go to a game. And so it makes for a good atmosphere for games and makes it fun for me because I can jump in there and do some fun things and get the crowd to interact with me or sing along or clap along or whatever. And uh, those are the best kind of moments. Oh, yeah, dude. I bet, man. Like, that's just that energy you create, man. That's just like, that's crazy, man. That's like, yeah, that's like, uh, I mean, that's Roman Coliseum stuff, you know? It's like, <laughs> that's like, that's not a big level, man. That's not some like, you know, it's not some like house party level. That's like a, that's like a Coliseum level, man. It's like, I, I can't believe that it kind of energy exists in the world, you know? So it's just like, that's, that's kind of a sacred thing, man, you know? It's like, yeah. it really, it really is, man. Like, uh, be a part of such a franchise like the Blue, I mean, the Blues are, They've always been my favorite team, no matter what. No, I, I like. Uh, I've never. Like, my mom sold out. She's a Blackhawks fan now. But I, uh, but, but I, I feel like I would never do that. <laughs> like I just, yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I'll never be well, a Blackhawks. Uh, Saturday, right before Christmas. I mean, the day before Christmas Eve, we're playing Blackhawks that night. It's gonna be that's fun. always Maybe. a big game, though. Yeah, they're at Enterprise. That's always a great game. I just hate seeing all the Blackhawks jerseys there. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, get out. I <laughs> just like. Yeah. Get- Get out of here, man. No, I, no, I love, I do love the rivalry of it though, and like all in fun, you know. But like, yeah, no, my, I think my mom, my mom sold out right before they were like a Stanley Cup. I think like a year or two before the Stanley Cup, she's like starts wearing like Blackhawks jerseys. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, she's been a lifelong ever since I remember she's wearing blue stuff, right? Like, like, like I think like 2017, 2018 starts wearing like Blackhawks stuff. <laughs> Stanley Cup, like right after. It's like, so, like, I don't know, man. It's just like the irony is funny to me. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You have a lot of bandwagon in the sports, man. You know, but like, I mean, I, I feel like both. I feel like I can support a, win, a winning team and support a local team. Sometimes it's the same thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited about seeing what the Cardinals will do this next year coming up too. I mean, hopefully we get some pitching and stuff, and that could be, I don't know, that could be good for us, man. Like, like we, I mean, the Cardinals are a team. They're gonna fill fill that. I mean, what is that? That's sold out every 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 game, probably, right? I mean, they sell out a lot. Um, it's always big crowds. I don't know if they're always officially sellouts per se, but uh, right, you know, they always say you know, like even on a Tuesday night, it's it's a pretty full house at Bush, you know. Yeah, the Cardinals. I mean, like they're the second most World Series of all teams. I mean, they're 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 not. I mean, the Cardinals are just a nuts team, man. They have like there's so much memory attached to that, and the local area has like millions of people in the metropolitan area. I mean, it totally makes sense. Yeah, like uh, hockey's always full too. It seems like I, I I don't know if that's true, but it seems like it to me too. But like, I, I, hockey has like a like an underground fan base that like most blues fans were with them the whole time. Like no matter like no matter what, they're just like, I love the blues. I hate every other team. <laughs> like, I hate Detroit. I hate I hate Chicago. You know, it's like uh, you know, it's like I think like that's that's how a lot of my most of my buddies are. They're that are into hockey. They're like diehard fans that wouldn't root for anybody else ever, probably. Yeah. Well I'm, I think my first year, we it was kind of not long after the the lockout. Um and my first year I was 07, 08. And it was kind of sparse there. Um, Tom Stillman bought the team or his, his ownership group purchased the blues, I believe in 2012. And, you know, they've done great things with the organization. And there's really not been a time where, you know, the, the fans haven't supported them or I feel like haven't come out for games and it's been, you know, winning organization and um, great fan support. And uh, I love being there with all those, Guys, you know, the guys and gals that get a lot of energy at the games and uh, nothing like a Blues fan for sure. Yeah, no, it's like you're like, uh, like your energy is like you're tailgating for like thousands of people. <laughs> like, not just yeah. like, that's almost the vibe, the, mus- the musician of that situation. It's almost like, you know what I mean? That's like what it feels yeah. like. I mean, to me, like just kind of vibing what you're doing. And that's, I mean, that's nuts, man. That's a cool, that's a cool energy I, I, I think that everybody kind of brings to the game, man. It's like, uh, He's in there. It's like, no, I love the Blues, man. I hope they, I hope they keep winning, man. I hope they, I hope they get 
so many Stanley Cups in my lifetime. <laughs> like I just hope they just I just hope they keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, That'd be great. That's awesome. So do are so I guess like what uh, did you play sports too as a kid? Yeah. I uh so again, like I said, I went to you know a small school, small town. I was able to play football. I wrestled in the winter, ran track in the spring, played baseball in the summer. And then on top of that, I was in band and choir. And so I got to kind of do it all. You know, like I said, it's a small school. You get to do a little bit more things than maybe you would get to in a in a larger school. There's more kids to participate in things. But uh, I loved it. I think it really helped me with what I'm doing now because I got to get those experiences of being an athlete, a student athlete in school and um, doing the musician side of things and um, perfect marriage for what I'm doing now. Yeah, I'd say that definitely was like your character development that, that built the attributes where you're at. It sounds like no, that's 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 100 it sounded like to me. My wife went to uh, went to school in Steelville. She had a really small town too. I'm uh, I, I grew up in O'Fallon. I was like, uh, people thought it was like, like people in Potosi thought it was a big town. I like, mean, but, like, but but I always thought like it was it was small. I was I was I mean I always thought like you know like people like my wife think I grew, thinks I grew up in a big town. You know, and like uh, people in Troy thought it was a big town. And like but 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 I just mean I always thought like San Luis. You know, I always thought San Luis. Was, was, was it man you know well, it's certainly a, grown. <laughs> yeah no yeah O'Fallon's huge now i think yeah it's yeah. definitely like yeah it's about a hundred thousand people now it's almost like three hundred thousand like population wise but built but it's like bigger because it was built for like seven million people you know yeah so it's like it's like a weird energy like uh so you, are you out in st louis now or you still like live back in your hometown or yeah i live south of st louis and uh can you know drive in for most games and you know all that stuff but uh um yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of the way it is across the region. It's a, it's really a metropolitan area, you know, the, you know, if you're from O'Fallon, if you're from Potosi or Farmington or, you know, Arnold or wherever it is, like if you're out of town and someone goes, where are you from? You'd say St. Louis, you know, cause yeah. you know, it is, it's really kind of a big region that kind of connects together like that. Yeah, no, it really is. And they, they love winners, man. Like, like, <laughs> like, like they'll support you. They'll support you most of the time. But like if you're winning, man, everyone, in that area will support you. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 I love seeing that, man. I love seeing when they win. It's, it's just like, it's always a crazy time when the Cardinals win or, or, or something like that. And it's just like, everyone everywhere has a Cardinal shirt. Like, 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 literally, like no one, no one's wearing a normal shirt the entire time. Like, like if they're, if they're in the playoffs or they're just like, uh, they're, they're winning a, winning a World Series, like again, you know, like they said, they, I mean, they win so many World Series in my lifetime. I, I, I love that. And like, uh, yeah. The Cardinals, I mean, they had, they had a lot of great runs, too. I and mean, then the Fire years, the Ozzie Smith years. They had a bunch of, like, good, like, kind of, like, things in my lifetime, too. I mean, and then, like, yeah. I'm trying to figure out where they're at now. It's like I haven't watched baseball in, like, a second. I need to get back into that. Like, I, it's been so busy. I need to get, you know, you get old and you're just, like, doing other stuff. And, like, all of, a, all of a sudden you miss five years of a sport. You're like, what happened? <laughs> you know, it's like, that's how it feels, you know. But I'll, I don't know. I'll still watch. I, I like college basketball. I watch a lot of that. Like, it's, it's fast-paced. It's like hockey. I like I, I, it's just like fast paced. I love that stuff, man. Like, like the Billikens are playing today. I was watching that. Like, uh, you should, you should. I don't know if you have the time, but if you, if you get into that, you should branch out to the Billikens too, bro. Like, uh, they may need an organ player like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it made the game yeah. way better. Yeah. Uh, one of our DJs, DJ Dex, who will uh, play on Saturday night games for the Blues, I think also does some, some Billikens games as well, DJing over there too. Dude, any sport. Yeah. You play music for any sport, just rule, man. And then, and like, you're not having to sing or anything. That that would be annoying, like, probably to sing. And, like, after freestyle, that, like, key, the keys sound fun. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not talented enough to play them, you know, but I, but I, but I appreciate it. One of my One of my best friends, he, uh, he, play, he played keyboard in, like, reggae bands and stuff. So, I mean, like, uh, at one point, he's probably playing as much as you. I don't know if he, I don't know if he is now, but if his music 
they kind of have music. They'd be like, yeah, no, keys are – did you play guitar and stuff first, or did you go straight for organ? Uh, yeah, I actually learned on the organ, too, which is a bit unusual. Most people start on the piano and then and then switch, but I was kind of backwards and started with organ. I mean, my mom had, had an organ in the house. Um, was... She had played when she was younger. Uh, my grandma had actually donated it to her, I guess, and she didn't really play so much after I was born, I guess. She was busy taking care of me but uh, and my brother, but uh, – you know, I got to be that age and I was into music and, you know, band and choir and I had an interest in it, you know, and I would, like I said, I went to church. So you hear that organ, you know, and it's something that like, that's kind of neat, you know, so I got into it and dove in and loved playing it. Did you start playing in church or, or I guess at your home first and then did you play in church when you were young and stuff? Yeah, I started playing in masses when I was like 12 or 13 years old. And, wow. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I just had to drive to want to get better and better and better and keep practicing and. Um, I tried to follow along with Ernie Hayes, who played for the Blues and Cardinals on the organ forever and listen to games and try to figure out what he was playing. And oh. I eventually got to take lessons with him whenever I got to college and wow. kind of refine my, my skill a little bit with him and uh, learn some of the tricks of the trade. And, uh, you know, it was awesome. And, you know, that helped big time. I actually, after college, played for the Memphis Redbirds too, um, the Cardinals AAA team down there. And, I've been in that stadium, man. I've been in that stadium. You played for him? I played in, uh, it's like 2007 to the beginning of 2009, I guess. Wow, that's awesome, man. That's, that's got to be a great, like, memory, time, whatever terminology. That's going to be, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I've been in that stadium. No, I, I love Memphis. They're the best barbecue on earth, I feel like, man. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what you, how do you feel about that? Memphis and St. Louis, who has the best barbecue out of those two, you think? I don't know. Uh, you got to throw Kansas City in there, too. I think they're all great. I think they just have their own dis- dis- distinctions, I guess, that, you know. I love your energy. Yeah, no, I love that. You're just, you're just like, really positive, man. I love that. I love that positivity, man. The world needs that, definitely. Like, I, I'm so, like, no. Memphis, man, ribs, they, I, that's just crazy to me. I can't – I mean, I, I love I love Kansas City and, like, they're like Joe's and, like, like there's a couple other places that are pretty good. Like, But but it's, like, man, Memphis, like, the, I don't know, Piggy's on Beale Street still there, but, oh, my God. Like, and, then, like, I'll go off there and, and, like, everybody tells me to go find these other places. But, like, dude, that place, it smells like bleach in there. Like, like it's and the place is disgusting, but the food is yeah. the best food I've ever had in my entire. Like, like you crave it. Like, you, if you if you eat it a couple days a week when you're there, you will crave it the rest of your life, and they'll and like and that's it ruins you. It straight ruins you, man. Like, I love like, Central Central Barbecue in Memphis was my favorite. It was uh, the I always went to the like the main location there by Memf- uh, University of Memphis. Is that the but, one uh, by the Civil Rights Museum? Yeah, they got okay. One there. I, yeah, yeah, no, I would. Yeah, I've been to. Is that the same location you're talking about though? No, I mean I've been there, but the the one I loved the most was over by the school. Had that oh, old school vibe, kind of like some of the restaurants around SLU do, you know, okay. like um, you know maybe like Pappy's a little bit, but uh, I, you know, I loved it. It was a cool vibe. The the food was really good. Barbecue yeah. was great. Yeah, Central Barbecue is the best place to get a tray of what all that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's the best place if you're getting a tray and you're getting some stuff. That's the best place for it. No, I I love it. It reminds me of Sugar Fire kind of, but yeah. like like kind of you know like but it's its own thing. Memphis, yeah. I think Memphis is better. I I I, I love St. Louis as a town better because I'm from here. But I, I mean, I just maybe it's maybe it's exotic because I'm not from there. I don't I don't know. But it's like I you know what I mean. But I there's feel a lot like, of similarities, honestly. Like St. Louis yeah. is bigger, but you know they're both river towns. You know, like Midtown, where University of Memphis is, is a lot like the Central West End with uh, SLU. Um, it's got its like east side and its west side. I mean, it's that's you know, very true. Yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it's a very similar town. The east side, that's Arkansas, right? That's like the Arkansas yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. That play, they always told so, me. Well, the west side's Arkansas. East side's oh, like man. Bartlett and 
um, some of those towns. But uh, oh, that's right, I had it mixed up. Okay, maybe yeah, think of it flipped, you know, that way. Uh, as far as like you know, geographically, the you know the West St. Louis would be kind of more like the East Memphis. That makes sense. I w- I'm I'm envious they have an NBA team though. You know, it's like I I always wanted an NBA team here. I think we could support it. I mean, we support anything here. We have so many people. I mean, it's just like. We can support probably any sport, really. It just takes a guy to come in and buy a team, really. I think that's – we had a team for a while. But my wife's grandpa tells me in the 50s they had a team, and I'm just like, ah. You know, I'm just like – you know, it's, he said he went to a bunch of games and stuff, and that sounds awesome. I just wish I could have done that. No, it's – uh, everyone in Memphis talks about hot chicken instead of bar- barbecue, though. Like, if I try to talk about barbecue, those guys are – I'm like, they don't even know the magic they have. They don't even – they just take it for huh. granted, you know. I'm, I'm like, man, I love your barbecue. It's like, man, what about the hot chicken? I'm like, I don't care about hot chicken. I, just, I, I, st- I mean, I can. I'll eat it. I'm not saying I won't dip chicken in hot sauce. It's just not like – you know, it's like hot wings are better, you know. Uh, it's like, yeah. uh, they're all obsessed with it, man. In Nashville and Memphis are all obsessed with hot chicken right now, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone, everyone I talk to, they like this. It's thing. Yeah, man. It's like – I don't, I don't know. Kansas City does have good barbecue. You're right about that, though. Say, people said, like, I, when I was in Hawaii, everybody told me St. Louis did. Like, like, the way I'm talking about Memphis, people were asking, like, in New Orleans and Maui, both, like, both, people were like, uh, people were like, man, St. Louis has good barbecue. And I'm like, I mean, like, Sugar Fire and Pappy's? I know Pappy's is what I'm supposed to say, but I like Sugar Fire better. You know, it's like, I, I mean, I'm supposed to be like, oh, no, Pappy's the best. You know, that's like the script, right? The St. Louis script. You're supposed to just love emos and love fucking, like, toasted raviolis and stuff. It's like, this is the script, you know? But, but it's like, I don't know, man. I think like uh, we have good. I, we have good barbecue. It's not, I just don't know if it's like it's crazy. Other people think that like another. I like that. I like the sweet and smoky Kansas City sauce. Yeah. Put that on the different whatever meat from wherever. I just love that 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 sauce from Kansas City. Dude, yeah, they have that. Yeah, they. And I like I eat ribs everywhere, so that's why I compare it to. I'm like I like Memphis had the best ribs. In my opinion, it didn't. It was like it was that place that smelled like bleach, bro. It was like that, that piggy's place, that tourist spot. I almost got you know you have to get robbed seven times on your way there you know it's like it, it, make sure you make sure you have a dollar in each pocket <laughs> I'm just joking. yeah I'm just joking. no you like you'll be you'll be asked for money with people with gold teeth it's like it's the funniest thing in the world to me it's like this guy probably has like a, a, a ten thousand dollar smile while he's asking for like money right now it's like man you wouldn't have put all your money in your mouth man maybe you, could, you wouldn't be asking me for money right now it's like Memphis is a weird town I like it though you drink yeah. for everywhere too I think. I, I think I, I want to say they don't like they don't shut down like drinking times. I wanted to say it's it's I think Bill's whenever I was down there, Bill's open to like 3 a.m. I think was it okay, but it might be later, you know, elsewhere in the city. I just know that they're you know, I, I would stay in a hotel across from the ballpark whenever I'd go down there because I lived in Cape Girardeau, which is halfway between St. Louis and Memphis. I love Cape, and, no, I go there a lot, yeah. I'd drive down to Memphis for a homestand and I'd stay in a hotel, like the cheapest hotel right across the stadium. And uh, so I'd go down and play the game. I'd go down to Bill Street. I'd go to the piano bar, Silky O'Sullivan's, which I loved. And I'd stay there until they closed. I took in all that music and stuff and then go back to the hotel and I'd sleep in, get up, go to the ballpark, kind of same thing, rinse and repeat, which I was single at the time, you know, so it was nothing else to do down there besides, you know, kind of go out and do things or go to the game, but uh, explore the city. But I love that. I love going down there and feeling that vibe in Memphis and so so. so um, sulking up some of that culture, I guess, and uh, the music, and I loved it. No, yeah, I love that area. I love that walk, man. Yeah, you have like the you have that baseball stadium, you have Beale Street, you have all this like cool stuff around there. You have you have the Grizzly Stadium. Uh, like I don't know, yeah, you have a bunch of stuff around. No, I love that area, man. It's like uh, it's like uh, everyone's trying to rob you the whole. Like you have like fifteen year olds trying to rob you the whole time. But outside of that, it's like it's like it's funny though. I mean, it's just like I I, I don't know why it's funny to me, but it's like like when I uh, I don't know. It's, 
I just feel like all these guys are trying to like take my phones and and, and wallets or whatever. Or my wallet, my phone. Like everyone was out there outside of the bar. <laughs> like if you left, yeah. if you you left the bar, it's a bunch of kids trying to trick you out of your money. Just don't talk to anybody. Go where you're going. Yeah, I get bad at that. I'll answer. <laughs> I messed that up. I messed it up in New Orleans too. Like the guy, like you have a guy like asking you like the slowest fucking question of all time. Like, hey, uh, do you mind? I'm like, man, just get the like get to the point, man. Like, if you need something, I'm here to help you, man. But I just can't. I, I'm just like starving. I'm looking for food. You know, it's like, like I'm like mm-hmm. the worst time to ask me for things. Like when I haven't eaten yet. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, man, I'm like a caveman right now. You know, no time. <laughs> I like St. Louis Long though. I, th- I think uh, I, I, I like I like yeah. I don't know. I, I'll always come back to it no matter what. I think I think it's just great. You know, like no matter where I go, I think it's uh, the best fans probably really too. I mean, it's, it's uh, the Blues and Cardinals for different reasons. I mean, I think like I think. I don't know, I think the Blues fans are like I like I said, usually there for through so no matter what. Like they love they just love the Blues, they love Honky Men, and the Cardinals. I mean, the Cardinal fan depend on, it depends on how well they're doing. I like I, I <laughs> you'll have you'll have everybody in the world wearing a shirt or you know, it's like uh, <coughs> oh man, like Yeah. That's crazy. And I think that was probably a shoe in for you getting hired too, like getting trained by the former guy. If you told the hiring guy that, that's like <laughs> you probably that's probably shoe in right there, bro. Like that's just like legendary. They like you at least had that interaction kind of like uh so you go to college? You went to college in Cape, I guess. Then. Yeah, SEMA. Okay, yeah, yeah. You said that. That's right. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do shows in Jackson, Cape, all the time. I, I love that area. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, no, I'm. Uh, <coughs> they love me out there. I'm like the only Republican comedian, so they love me out there. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a conservative area. Yeah, I'm the uh, yeah, I'm the bread and butter. That's my bread and butter. Those areas. That's where Rush Limbaugh's from, man. He he he, uh, he fluffed everybody up for me. I got him already. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, prepping, man. I no, I love that area. It's like. It's a fun area. Everybody just wants to drink and be cool and have fun. It's just like that's what I like about it. To be honest, good like, college town. Yeah, I just want to drink a couple beers and have fun. You know, it's like and everybody's like laid back and like I don't know, trustworthy. <laughs> like it seems like to me. Anyone I've met out there, like been a cop. Like every everyone that hires me has been a cop at some point. Like <laughs> like I feel like like all the all the bar owners are all cops. Like they're like oh like you know you know uh, Stooges out there in Jackson. Yeah. You know, Rod Rod was a former like like uh. <laughs> then like uh i, I do some shows at the adapter bar out there in cape but that's by the old comedy club in that plaza and like uh and man that guy was a cop too it's like everybody every, yeah everybody that hires me for comedy was a former police officer in, in, in cape or jackson so i mean they're all just like you know i mean it's good good dudes definitely. You know? definitely i'm gonna grab a drink of water real quick that's cool yeah dude yeah yeah no and if i'm keeping <laughs> too long man too you know it's like let me know <laughs> all right I know you got cold and like yeah, I know Jer- Jeremy came on with a cold, so that's how that's how dedicated he is to people watching this. So I appreciate like uh, I appreciate that man coming on here, like uh nerding out with me about his job and uh yeah, he uh he's got a bit of a cold or something like that and he's still still manning up in here, you know. So that's like that's I respect that and like I think people watching that probably respect that too. Like feeling all our weather and still still doing a podcast, still doing a cell phone podcast, you know. Respect on that. Respect. Yeah, now uh Jeremy's the uh, organ player for um the Cardinals and the St. Louis Blues, which I mean, probably coolest job ever, honestly. You watch every game and stuff; it's pretty cool. If you have any questions, like if you're on, like it looks like people are watching on Facebook and uh, YouTube mostly here, or if you're on, I think Rumble comes up now too. But yeah, ask questions if you feel like anything you want to know that I haven't asked or whatever. Hi. Hey, welcome back, brother. That's better. Oh yeah, dude. No, again, I appreciate you coming on with the, the cold and stuff, man. Some. That's some honest, like, like, I respect the heck out of that, man. I can, t- I can tell you're not from St. Louis. You know? I can tell you're from Tosa, you know? Get that, get that, <laughs> get that work ethic, bro, you know? <laughs> Toughing it out a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got that work ethic, man. Like, uh, 
No, I, I appreciate that. I'm, I don't want to keep you too long, man. If you're sick, it's been, been like an hour. I probably, I literally could probably ask you questions like a child for nine more hours. <laughs> Just be like, what's it like doing this? Like, what's it like? Be, you know, but like, and I, but I appreciate your time and I like a lot of respect for that. And I, and again, like, thanks for like, thanks for coming on the cold. I mean, I respect that more than anything. Just so you know, it's like, I know what it's like to not feel good and have a, I have a fat man with a beard asking you a bunch of questions <laughs> nonstop. It doesn't sound like my ideal situation with the cold, so I appreciate you toughing it out. And if you have anything you want to throw on, like your YouTube or your TikTok or anything like that, you want people to check out. We got a couple hundred people watching now, and people watch this like once it hits the streams and stuff too. So yeah, just add Jabs Music, J A B S, Jabs Music. Um, pretty much all platforms you can find music there. I have an album out for uh, baseball music and. Uh, released this year called at the pearly gates of baseball heaven and it's on everywhere you can stream your music so go find it at the pearly gates of baseball heaven which is a funny tie into a uh a mike shannon quote um i was part of a shannonism uh which was a great honor for me honestly um but uh i can't remember what year 2015 maybe um i'm playing at the game at bush stadium and mike shannon the long time Cardinals broadcaster, player, world champion, um, had uh, said on the radio, I think that's Jeremy Boyer at the pearly gates tonight. And then there's dead silence for a few seconds. And then you hear him kind of you know, chuckle like he does. And then uh, John Rooney, the other broadcaster, goes, well, I hope he's still with us. And uh, then I start playing again. And he goes, hallelujah, there he is. So uh, I was like, this has got to be like, this has got to be like the track, or the, the title of the album. I asked the Cardinals for permission to use the track as, you know, Major League Baseball, you can't use it without the express authorized consent of Major League Baseball. So I'd asked the Cardinals and KMOX, I'm like, hey, can I get this audio to put on my album? Because I was like, well, I want this to be like the title track. And they're like, yeah. So I, I got it and um, they gave me permission. I'm grateful to the Cardinals for letting me do that. And uh, that was the the title. And uh, so at the pearly gates of baseball heaven, of course, dying, you know, diving in between the pearly gates joke and then baseball heaven um i thought it was a good marriage and a, a good album all the fun baseball stuff you hear games some songs that i like to play and some different things dude that's awesome i love that story man it's like uh so so that's on all streaming services basically you look up uh, at the uh what was it called again like i, I don't mess up the words at the pearly gates of baseball heaven that's a great title man no, i just look my name up on like a spotify amazon music iTunes, it's everywhere. That's awesome, man. Like that's cool. I didn't know you had an album, man. That's like, uh, that's all. That's cool as hell, man. I, like, how's that doing? People get like excited about that. Like a lot of baseball fans probably check that out a bit, man. So, like, yeah, and I mean it's focused mostly on like Cardinal fans and yeah, local yeah. fans, you know. But I've I've had people from you know across the country who have gone, hey, I really liked your album, or you know, other aspiring organists who enjoyed it, and um, so that's cool to hear back. And uh, um, I, I think it's just you know it's something to put out there for. For Cardinals fans, you like to have that ambiance of Bush Stadium a little bit. I mean, it sounds like you know you're sitting at Bush Stadium when you're at home and you're listening, and it's kind of a cool thing. I have to check that out when I play some video games at some point. Like that sounds awesome, man. Like uh, that's just a cool energy, man. And like, yeah, you're. I mean, I feel like you're young in your career at this point because, like, um, because I mean, I feel like a job like that you'll probably have for life, like basically until you retire. I mean, they don't really seem like they replace those guys like as aggressively as other yeah as other positions. You know, it seems like. If you're if you're in the club, you're in the club, and like seems like, I mean that could be that could just keep getting bigger. Is my point? Like that, like that being on the internet, the internet doesn't go away or whatever. That could keep getting bigger, and that's just like a cool thing. You'll probably have multiple generations at, at some point listening to that album you put out. You know? 
Yeah. I mean, like, I never stop working on my craft either. That's the thing is like, I'm constantly trying to do new things. I'm constantly trying to learn new music. Um, I have three girls. I have daughters. They're 11, 20, and 21, or almost 20 and 21. And so, like, I, I vibe off the music they listen to, and I'm like, hey, that'd be a fun song to play. So uh, that's kept me a little bit young with music um, and helps me with, like, what's the newest new or what's the coolest new song that's out now and trying to learn some of those things that will work on organ and um, incorporate that in what I do now. But uh, as far as the album, I mean, like, I still have Ernie Hayes' album. You know, he recorded, I think, 1973. Um, uh, you know, other organists have got albums out, and I try to listen to some of those. And Yeah, you know, I think, like, any like any kid baseball fan – or any like 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 or like the kid version of you is listening to that right now and like and listen to like and then I thought that like when you said that I felt the power of that I felt like the power of you having an album like man you're gonna have like multiple generations of people I think that's cool like I, I kind of already saw that I'm like I'm like man you, and it probably popped off when it first came out too you're like oh it's just released so you have like a release kind of pop off and then you'll probably as like the Cardinals like like keep like I mean say say anything happens and the Cardinals go to get another World Series that's gonna blow up and then like. I mean, I mean, you have a constant cycle of like new people going to see that as you get bigger, as the Cardinals like win games, is like you know time goes on. I mean, that's gonna that's a powerful th that's a powerful thing. Man, I think that's a it's a powerful thing to have like a niche like a like a, a niche or a piece in culture at all in the, in American culture. I think that's like I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. like just American culture, local culture, state culture, all that. So I, I think that's uh I mean that's big, man. To be honest, I mean I think that's a that's a big thing. It's like a it's like a like a that, what was that? What was that Chicago announcer like Harry Carey or something like that? It's like you I mean it's, it's something like that, you know? It's like like people. I mean, stadiums of people know you exist at every moment, you know, <laughs> like that it's happening. So like it just creates fan bases. It seems like I mean that's I mean naturally would have to. Uh, so I mean that's just going to be that's kind of powerful that you have that man. It's kind of cool to see like kind of what what what's what's going to come with that, you know? Like what's going. What's fun and it it kind of preserves a little bit of the local history of, of music for Cardinal fans and um, something that they can share and pass on to their kids and. Or uh, you know, share with their older, you know, parents or grandparents, and uh, um, you know, if they bond around it, or you know, they hear it at the game, and they want to go home and they listen to it, they fall in love with it, and that's great too. No, yeah, that's the energy, man. It's like that's definitely the energy, man. Like people that love the sport as much as you will feel that, and like you know, you're being yourself, and like people that themselves will find it. You know, it's like that's like that's just how the world works with art and stuff, and that's that's kind of magic, man. That's why I I feel like I'm talking about it for 15 minutes, but it's ma it's magic. So I actually want to point it out, and like I. Like when there's a good story, it needs to be talked about instead of all this like negativity in the world. You know, it's like a, it's good to have. Uh... That'd be one of the things that I've, as I was a kid, I'd gone out and taken batting practice with my brother out in the yard, and we'd put that on and listen to it as you know we played and imagine we were Bush Stadium, and you know that's kind of a cool thing for kids. And you yeah. know, you'd be surprised everybody's like, oh well, you know the organ's not that interesting to young kids. I bet more young people come up to me and go, this is so cool than I ever have older folks. You know, and like, I, I don't know how many TikTok followers I have or YouTube followers, but there's so many of them that were kids. And I'll be at a game and a kid will come up to me and I almost know before they come up, hey, I follow you on TikTok or whatever. So <clears throat> that's kind of cool to me. No, it's Pass awesome. that on to the next generation. No, that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's it's a, it's like, yeah, when you're a kid, everything about everything about the sport's magic when you're a kid, man. And, and 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 like I, if I focused on it, it happened probably again. I'm just busy right now. I'm I'm busy and I'm I'm trying to get rich right now. But like I, when I when I was like a kid, it's like I, like you know, I mean, this age we're chasing money. I feel like, but but as a kid, you're like everything's magic, man. Every like yes. every every aspect of it is magic, man. Like I remember mm -hmm. asking cops for like baseball cards as a kid. You know, 
I, I remember trying to like, you know, I remember like what Ozzy Smith was to me. It's like there's new these guys, these guys are to kids now. You know, it's like whatever. I mean, it, it, you know, it's just like what, what Ozzy Smith and Mark McGuire were to me as a kid. You know, it's like those guys were like mad. There's nobody cooler than those guys at that time period. You know, it's like like being Little Wayne in 2008. You know, it's like there's no, uh, there's just no, there's no one like cooler than Ozzy Smith. Like when when he was out there, man. And there's, and there's no one cooler than Mark McGuire, man. He's like. You know, and I, I was a big Babe Ruth guy too as a kid. And I like I like the old guy. You know, he was like probably the yeah. face, first full time baseball player. You know, it's like, I was like, that's like that's nuts. And like how far it's come now to where like I mean it's just a huge event. And like I feel like I'm taking a lot of time on your sick man. Let's uh, let's uh, but no, you heal up, man. We'll have you we'll have you back on at some point. This is like super interesting to me. And like uh, and if if you're interested in that again, I totally have you back, man. Like uh, and thank you for taking the time to be here and stuff. And like go, going backwards in your career a little bit to be on the cell phone show. You know, um, I'm sure the people love seeing it behind the scenes kind of thing. Like if I, I mean, if any of them resonate how I am, I'm like a, I'm like a, I was, I felt like an eight year old this entire interview. Cause I'm just like, a, a, a just a, a sport, asking sports questions, like a, like a child and in a good way, you know, and like an yeah. innocent, innocent kind of way, you know, like, a, and it just took away the negativity of the world for a minute. And I hope it did, did something for the people watching too. You know, I hope, uh, yeah. We focus on any, any, uh, any craziness that the world tries to get us down about, you know, I like that. But, uh, yeah, throw out, if I think you already throw out links and stuff, but if you have anything else you want to throw out, if not, we'll be out here, man. I, I won't waste any more of your time being sick and stuff. I mean, you, you could heal and get back to the back to the world, you know. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me on, Anthony. No, I appreciate you too, man. Uh, thank you very much. And like I said, you're welcome back anytime, man. Like I love your energy, man. Like uh, I, I love the positivity, and like uh, probably have, I'd probably annoy you for hours asking questions about your job. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, all right. But thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Like no problem. Thank you. And if you're watching at home, uh, thank you very much for watching this show. I appreciate it. That was uh, Jeremy, the organist for the St. Louis Blues and the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, probably kid's dream job. I mean, that's just crazy to even think about. Like, it's to watch all the games and stuff. And that's cool. And uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors. I thank our guests. Uh, God bless each and every one of you. And I hope that um, all your dreams come true and uh, you're happy forever. I hope uh, it never stops. <laughs>